It's time to get ready for the Ravens in the AFC Championship game. The concerns are real about who's going to be on the field. Matt Derrick's going to take us down that path today, as well as taking a look at the X's and O's for this ballgame. Welcome to Locked On Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, everybody. We are brought to you today by Prize Picks. You want to make sure you get in the action. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. So go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use our code LOCKEDONNFL, all lowercase, in order to get your first deposit match up to $100 right now at Prize Picks. A lot of prizes to be claimed. One of them is going to be a particular trophy that has a nice name on it. We're going to get to that coming up. How do they get there? Can Kelsey be another X factor? What do they have to double down on? But we're going to start today with the injuries. I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting. NFL33.com is my team building site. Me and my staff look at all aspects across the league. And then RGR football is where we break down this team in my form and fashion outside of this podcast format. Matt Derrick is our senior guest today. I always like to put it that way, Matt. Uh, editor <laughs> at large. sound old. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, no, 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 younger than me. That's all I know. So what you can do is go to chiefsdigest.com and follow him there. Check out the site and then hit Chiefs Digest here on YouTube as well. We have a ton for you here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. That means your team every single day for free on every platform, starting with YouTube here, where I'd ask you to like and sub this particular video. Uh, get on the channel and get that bell clicked. That will definitely help. And then go to Spotify and Apple and all the audio platforms because we're free every day on every platform all the time, at least five days a week. And you can get a little bit more at 816-357-8781. That is our text line. And that's going to get you some bonus information as well. So what it comes down to, Matt, um, this is going on, what, uh, my eighth, no, ninth postseason covering this team in a podcast form. You've been here forever as well. I would love to say that, like, it's surprising, but it's not. This is, this is a different path to get to this same spot, but we're still talking about the same things, the natural attrition of the season. Who's hurt and who's not? How did they go into this AC championship game? with enough firepower to take down what is, again, another opponent. We're not seeing back-to-back -back opponents for them through these championship games. And the Ravens give you a little bit of a unique concern, right? The offensive line for me is top question mark, but there's plenty on defense as well. What's the number one question for you about who's going to be on the field this week? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt that the, the biggest concern for the Chiefs is Joe Tooney. Um, that's the one guy. I mean, he's your all pro left guard. I mean, that's absolutely um, one of your most critical pieces on the offensive line for sure. And just one of your most critical pieces of the team overall. And, you know, Tooney is just been such a reliable, you know, Iron Man kind of guy to have at that spot. And obviously he does everything really, really well. You know, when you're talking about the possibility of a Nick Allegretti starting in his spot, you know, different players for sure. Um, I think you got to say that Tooney is the superior, you know, pass protector, probably superior run defender too. But you know, don't sell Nick Allegretti short. I mean, I think that's definitely his strength. He's a, he's he's a bigger guy and a bigger player than Tooney is. But um, with that pectoral strain, I mean, to me, the concern would be that um, I believe Andy Reid said it's a, his left, so. You know, that is going to affect him on his outside. That, to me, for a left guard is a little bit more concerning than than the right, especially because, you know, that's the side that Donovan Smith is on. And, you know, if if you're talking about giving help to one of the guys on, on Tooney's side, 
you're definitely going to be talking about him going to his left more than going to his right to help out uh, Creed Humphrey. Um, but you know, playing through a, a pec injury can be really, really tough. I mean, it's not just the pain standpoint, but it really zaps you of your strength. You know, you really are just talking about playing, you know, one armed and, and that can affect how you get your punch and really get off. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Tooney doesn't play this week, you know, especially if the Chiefs philosophy is that they want to make sure that, hey, if you're only going to have Joe Tooney for one game, make sure it's for a potential Super Bowl game. But can you get there without Joe Tooney? That's another question. Uh, I think I think it's going to be tough for him to play this week. I mean, that's an injury that I think is just difficult, not impossible. Um, we'll have a pretty good idea Wednesday afternoon, you know, what kind of practice schedule he's got. Um, it may not be until Friday, though, that we'll know for sure about whether he's going to be available. Yeah, I, I agree. There is a fall off, Nick Allegretti. There's there's no way going to your backup from an All-Pro isn't. So that's uh, that's to be calculated in. But I, I, like you said, I like where Allegretti's at. He's he's very experienced in this offense, can play multiple positions. He has played multiple positions. He's been a starter on this offensive line in the past. He has that wealth of knowledge. And I think especially when he was in the starting lineup, it was a bit ago in years when you played the Ravens a little bit more. There's a familiarity there that I think breeds the ability to adapt. And I do like the fact that this particular game plan, we're going to talk about it later in the show, folks. Uh, about doubling down on what you do well. And for me, that has to be the run game. And I do feel that Al Gretti's a better run blocker than he is a pass protector. And particularly in this ball game, when you need to move somebody out of the B gap, I do feel like it's not as bad a fall off as if you were going to set and, and drop back 45 times. Am I am I trying to sugarcoat it too, too much? No, I mean, I, I don't think you are. I mean, you know, I, 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 there's a reason why I do call Joe Tuna the Terminator, because I, I've, I've told him that I believe he is a, a robot sent from the future, but to protect quarterbacks. Uh, and, but that speaks a lot to, yeah, I mean, you know, Tooney is there to protect Patrick Mahomes and, and not that he's not an important part of the run game. You certainly have seen it, especially on his ability to get outside and, uh, to pull and to get downfield. I mean, how often have we seen, you know, Isaiah Pacheco when he's been making big plays and Joe Tooney's out there running alongside him. I mean, we've seen that. Um, but you also make a good point, which Nick Allegretti has been with this team for a while. He knows the offense. There's not going to be any communications or chemistry issues with a Nick Allegretti. And like I said, I mean, in the run game, I, I mean, I think there's a reason to believe that Allegretti's got his own strengths. So, um, especially if this is going to be a game where the Chiefs might want to run the football a little bit more. Could be an it could I don't want to necessarily see an advantage, but you know it's it's something where maybe you just don't have as much drop off as you might normally in a situation like that. Yeah, I have to agree. On the defensive side of the ball, probably the biggest concern for me, knowing what you have to do to protect against Lamar Jackson and what may be his number one target this week, Mark Andrews possibly returning. We'll see if that happens. Uh, not to slight Mike Edwards, but I do feel like in this particular game plan, Willie Gay is going to be a little bit more. Important. If they get Willie back and this next strain is, is something that he can play through, I think that gives you the ability not only to spy Lamar, but to take away at least the initial routes on Andrews. And I think that kind of shadows the offense in Baltimore, maybe more than they like to let on. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're looking at those two positions where you're going to have guys who are matching up, up against your tight ends. I mean, to me, 
I I have I would have more confidence in Mike Edwards as your number three safety than you know your number four safety in Jamari Connor or your number five linebacker if you don't have Willie Gay. I mean the Chiefs have you know four linebackers that they really trust. You know including Gay, Tranquil, Bolton, and Chanel. It's then if you get down to the next level because you know without one of those guys now you're really not talking about having any rotation. I mean you're talking about three guys especially if you play a lot of base who might be out there the entire game and not that tranquil can't play gay's position i mean honestly we have seen them out a lot in gay's position over the last you know few weeks because once bolton came back to where you know tranquil spent a lot of his time you know splitting time with willie gay out there so i don't think it's huge but you know willie gay uh, is a little bit different player obviously i think he's got a little bit more uh, pursuit a little bit more strength sometimes than tranquil i mean they're different games and and they hey maybe this is a game in which you know for lamar maybe you want some more size which they certainly did last week against buffalo and favoring kind of leo chanel in the the spy in the second half because he's a bigger guy who can take on Lamar, but you know, yeah, you bring up the great point, which is that if you've got Andrews, hey, Jamari Connor had a great game last week, filling in as a rookie in a pinch, you know, coming off the bench and you know, filling in now that you're down to you know, you're really your third team safety at that spot. But you know, who would you rather have matched up against a veteran like Mark Andrews? I mean, I think I would feel a lot more comfortable with Willie Gay and Drew Tranquil. Than Chamari Connor, no knock against him, but it's just you're just talking about the advantage of experience there. Yeah, I completely agree. That matchup's going to be key. A couple others are going to be as well, and we're going to come back on the backside here and talk about what do you do to take what you've done well and apply it to the Ravens, doubling down, particularly for me on the run. After a message from our pals, I know it's exciting. It certainly is that time of year, and right now. It is the best time to get in daily fantasy sports because the games are so epic. You have great lines to choose from, great players to look at, and Price Picks makes it simple. They're the biggest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and it's easiest way to play DFS right now. It's just you against the numbers. No other players, no standouts, no nothing. They give you a number. You just pick more or less. Is Travis going to go 80 yards or more? Do you think he's going to come in under that? Will Rasheed Rice score? Zero more than a touchdown or less. That's all that it comes down to. Pick two to six players, and that makes an entry. You can get it done in 60 seconds and be out the door. They'll even give you a reboot. If your player gets injured during the first half, you're going to get that player taken out of the lineup and rebooted. Price picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform that is going to give you that insurance policy. It makes life simple, it makes life fun, and it makes the games that much more interesting. So if you want to get in on the action right now, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. And use our code locked on NFL. That's all one word. Your first deposit match is going to be guaranteed up to $100. So you put $100 in, you're going to get $100. You put $50 in, you're going to get $50. There's plenty to discover here. It's all at prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL with our code locked on NFL. Check out prize picks. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. What else is easy? For us here on the Lockdown Podcast Network is giving you a 24-hour feed. It's called Lockdown Sports Today. And you're going to get all the major leagues, all the major shows. You're going to see me. You're going to see Chris. You're going to see us guesting on other shows as well. Plenty to go. Make sure you check that out and get subbed over there as well. I'm looking forward to this game probably more so um, than 
some that I have in the last few years because this is my style of game. You got to play defense and stop Lamar, at least slow him down. You got to run the ball to stay safe. We've we figured that out, and I I truly believe Matt that Andy Reid and Matt Nagy have figured that out. But it's got to go a little bit further. I think you have to find a couple new wrinkles in the run game, in particular, to just keep that defense honest. When you take a look at how they defended the run last week, there were some gaps. I think that this team can be run on in the middle. I think you can try to attack. Pierce is probably their best one, and honestly, uh, Matabuike gets tons and tons of pub, but they can be run on. And so for me, I would take this game plan, I would condense it down, and I would double down on how many run plays you put in there so that you have a little bit more variety to hit them with. Is that what you think the team should do, and do you think they will? Yeah, there's probably a really good barometer for the Chiefs and if they're going to win on Sunday. And and that is if they can run the ball against the Ravens in the red zone. Um, The Ravens, I mean, their run defense is not spectacular, as you've kind of noted. I mean, um, during the regular season, I think they were in the bottom quarter in the league as far as yards allowed per run. Um, it's the one area of their defense where they do really rank in the middle of the pack, whereas everything else, I mean, as far as, you know, points allowed, passing yardage, total yardage, I mean, they're they're up top five almost every single category and their best takeaway defense in the league. But, you know, when it comes to the run, they're pretty ordinary. And that's, you know, that's even discounting the fact that as a, as a team with a 13 and four record, they're usually playing from ahead. I mean, that's usually a situation where, you know, you're better at pass defense than you are in those situations because, you know, teams are, you know, teams are, shouldn't be running against you a lot. So the fact that teams have had success, but, I think they've also only given up six touchdowns on the ground all season. And that's where, you know, you can absolutely and should be able to run on the Ravens in between the 20s. The question to me is, you know, can the Chiefs do that inside the red zone? And if they can get a red zone touchdown on the ground against the Ravens, that that might do wonders for the confidence of this offense. And if they get that done early, that could absolutely be kind of a, a key to victory. I mean, you know, but I think you're absolutely right. I mean, especially the way that the Chiefs have been playing football of late, their success has absolutely running the football. It's it's game management. It's ball control management. Um, they're taking shots downfield, but they're very judicious, and they are all set up by running the football effectively. If if, if Isaiah Pacheco hadn't had the success early in the last couple of games that he had had, I just don't think that they're able to move the ball in the second half as well as they have in the last couple of games. So they need to be able to run. And you're right. I mean, I think Pacheco is absolutely the the, the kind of back that's equipped to do that. And if they've got, hey, success between the 20s, I think against the Ravens should absolutely be expected. It's going to be if they can still run against them when they get closer to the goal lines, my question. Yeah, I agree. Patrick went uh, 71% on play action passes last week, five for seven, which was an uptick from only five attempts on play action the week before. And I think that continues to play into that concept, but the reverse is true as well. You got to be able to stop the run on the other side. And I think uh, as much as you'd like the the pass rush push you get from Turk Warden, I I think there was a couple of problems there in defending the run, obviously with Derek Nottie's elbow injury and, or is it a tricep? I believe they're listing it as now, if he's unable to go, do they have enough bodies to defend the run better than they did last week? And does it mean Mike Pinnell has to come up again? Does it mean we finally see Isaiah Bugs, who I think was brought in here to defend the run? Is it finally time? 
Yeah, it's an excellent question because you're, you're right. I mean, um, the Chiefs in the first half against the Bills had a lot of susceptibility up the middle. And uh, and you do wonder how much of that was just not having Derek Naughty in there. Um, they've, got, I mean, Mike Pinnell is a big guy, uh, but obviously, you know, hey, he was waiting on the, on uh, at home, waiting through the first half of the season. I think he's been playing good football, but you know, is he is he in you know true playoff you know no rust shape and everything? That's a legitimate question. Um, you know, are, are hey, are Matt Dickerson, are uh, Isaiah Bugs? I mean, can they step into that role? I mean, those are all I think you know outstanding questions. I mean, they're big X factors, and the problem is is that you get a wide range of outcomes. I mean, if you go in that direction, if you had Bugs up this week and it doesn't work out i mean that's something that can go south in a hurry but i thought it was really notable that you know the turnaround that the chiefs had against the bills in the second half against the run last weekend and how much of it that andy reed credited with you know the difference in their approach and joe cullen changing their their kind of technique and attitude at halftime it was a lot more about pushing off and getting you know separation in the second half than in the first half. Because honestly, I mean, in the first half, you could tell the Chiefs were all about gap integrity. It was all about just trying to maintain their lanes and trying to make sure that Josh Allen didn't have any place to scramble up the middle. And the reality of it was it was kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. By just trying to play the gaps, they pretty much ensured that there were gaps all over the place up the middle for 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 the Buffalo to run. Um, in the second half, when they tried to you know work a little bit more on penetration, that they were really being a lot more aggressive with the Bills' offensive line. You know, trying to I think I heard Tim Grunhard say call, describe it today as you know bench pressing them and trying to get those guys off of them so that then they could take advantage of their speed. Um, they had a much better second half. And so that's probably an approach that they just need to take from the get-go against the Ravens because, uh, hey, L- Lamar, in a lot of ways, um, was running the football is just Josh Allen on steroids. Uh, and I, I don't mean that literally. I mean that figuratively. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that guy has got plenty of juice when he runs the football, and you got to be even more prepared for it against him than you were against Allen. Yeah, I completely agree. He's he's less linear. He's he's quicker in his cuts. He can make things happen. I think that's something they definitely have to guard against. The run is going to be a key, but you need some players to step up as well. So who can be those pillars on the offensive side? Who can step forward in this ballgame? We're going to get to that next after we tell you how to keep your car going in the way that you want it to here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. And the best way to keep your ride or die going is very, very, very simple. Passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy, whether you're in the AMC Championship game or it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need from roof racks to extra lighting kits, all nine yards, everything that you need for speed, power, and reliability, even some style. eBay Motors has you covered with over 122 million parts. For your number one ride or die, they got you all the way. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. You'll always have an eBay guaranteed fit. Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every single time or your money back. Because eBay Motors, you're not burning rubber. You're not burning cash. You're burning everything you want into the look, the feel, the ride, and the performance that you're looking for. All the parts you need for that process and the prices that you want. It's easy to turn your car into an MVP and win that trophy this particular week and get yourself set up to try to go after another one keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions do apply 
And it is, that guaranteed fit is available for U.S. customers only. X-Factors are my favorite part of the game. You always need playmakers. We talk about it all offseason. We talk about everything we talk about the draft, and you got to have some. I thought it was very curious the way that teams chose to defend Travis Kelsey the last few weeks. And there's been a lot of talk about where he's at physically. Folks, we'll give you all the insight later on Friday, including my predictions and Chris's. We're going to give you the uh, the cross-team rivalry for the Baltimore Ravens tomorrow, so don't miss that. And that's a question I think that they'll ask as well. Where is Travis physically? It felt like, in, in the visual to me, was that he looked a little bit rejuvenated. Maybe week 18 really helped. Uh, I didn't see it as much against the Dolphins, though, so I'm, I'm kind of at a, at, a, at a bypass. I don't know exactly what it is. And obviously, you get, you get confidence, you get energy from your brother. You know, if he stayed dressed, it would probably help. But where is Travis in terms of letting himself loose? Yeah, I mean, it is, it is a good question. I mean, because I, I I do think he certainly looked a lot more comfortable against Buffalo. And, you know, honestly, I mean, I think that was a little bit more about the matchup. I mean, even though the, the Dolphins, you know, were shorthanded defensively in a lot of different ways, um, I, I think Travis ended up with a lot better, more favorable matchups against Buffalo. Because one of the things that they did, especially early, is that, I mean, Buffalo – had nobody in the middle of the field that could cover Travis. I mean, the fact that they were missing, you know, Taylor Rapp and they're missing, you know, basically all of their starting linebackers, you know, the guys who would normally in their best coverage linebacker, the back, the guys who would normally be on Travis just simply weren't available. So what they were, they were trying to do early in the first half was really just kind of get by. I mean, obviously they, I think they blitz Mahomes a little bit more than they would plan to, because that's obviously not what teams like to do against Mahomes anymore. You know, they know that blitzing him is a mistake. And I think that, you know, even on a couple of, uh, the, of Travis's plays. I mean, he benefited from that, that the, the Bills played a little aggressively and and Mahomes took advantage of that and got the ball to Kelsey. But I think you're also seeing the, some realities of the Chiefs offense and scheming things up specifically just to get Travis free. And I think you're seeing more of that from Andy Reid, uh, a little bit more creativity as far as, you know, rather than just relying on Travis's athleticism and skill to get open, I thought the Chiefs against Buffalo at least ran a few more things specifically designed to help Travis get open, especially knowing that he was going to be going up against inexperienced defenders that aren't in his category. I mean, even though, uh, you know, my uh, uh, Buffalo had Hyde and Poyer that they could bring in to try and reinforce it a little bit, um, you know, just, I think the matchups across the board were just more favorable than they were against Miami. Um, but I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, week 18 had to help Travis. Um, you know, hey, has he been banking anything for the playoffs? I don't think it's that. I mean, I think it's part of it is probably just that, you know, the rest in eight, week 18 helped. But on top of that, there's just more adrenaline and more juice. Everybody is faster in the playoffs. And nobody fits in that category more than, than two guys like Kelsey and Mahomes that when the lights are on, those guys dial it up. And I think we're definitely seeing that. Well, and this week's going to be a complete turn there from what the, he saw last there's no rookies there's, there's no there's no easy plays at the middle in this particular ball game with the two tandems of queen as well as roquan smith playing at epic levels here at the linebacker level and not to discount lee carson he can turn and run as well but i don't think he's playing quite as well but then behind him you also have kyle hamilton and you have i mean maybe the guy who's the least heralded in marcus williams a safety 
tandem that is playing very, very well. So for me, it's about using Travis as the X factor to drag through the defense. I, I think he has to run the drags this week rather than what we've seen from Rasheed Rice and some of the wide receivers. I think he has to pull the defense and be the magnet that he is. I think he can still be an X-factor, but he's got to cross the formation, and I think that leaves a gap open. It is the right-hand side that I think is most susceptible in the secondary for the Baltimore Ravens. That is Brandon Stevens, who probably had the worst outing of anyone last week. Do you single up Rasheed Rice? Are you scheming him as well as a, as a, as a second punch to Travis? Yeah, I mean, and that's that's kind of the, you know, the the big part of the equation is how will Baltimore deal with Rasheed Rice? You know, we saw them just shading a little bit of coverage, even though they were focusing their double teams on Kelsey. And I would expect the Ravens will probably try and do the same. You know, the Bills were also at least shading their efforts a little bit towards Rice. I mean, they were trying to make sure that, you know, that he did not beat them either. And when you do that, you are going to leave everybody else in one-on-one situations that you have to count on them winning on occasion. That's what MVS did last week. I mean, he did it at least twice and gave them big plays. To me, the X factor for the Chiefs is going to be that, you, well, I mean, you almost have to get what you get and what you expect from your triumvirate. You need it. You need what you, you're expecting from Pacheco, Kelsey, and Rice. You're only going to win in the playoffs, though, if you can get some plays from elsewhere, too. And it doesn't have to be one guy making them all, but I think you need three or four plays in, you know, for that guys are making who are not those players to get something done. You know, last week the Chiefs got two from MVS. I think they got one from Clyde. Uh, you know, that's enough. I mean, three or four plays like that. So if the Chiefs can get somebody else, if Sky Moore is back this week and, and he gets one of those, you know, if the Chiefs have, like they did against Buffalo, eight explosive plays, there some of them are going to come from guys who are not those three. And that, to me, is the key. The, the Chiefs, you know, if, if Baltimore is going to leave one-on-one matchups on everybody else around the field – those guys are going to have to make plays because if you don't, then you can't count on the top three. You can't count on the triplets for everything. It's going to be a tough one. And, and I, as much as I agree with you, that, that those are the keys to the game. There's always, there's always something that comes up. So when you take all that into account, as well as the injuries and everything else, what is your prediction for this game? Well, I, I, I haven't settled on the score yet because of simply the, the injury factors and not getting to see both these teams. And we're going to get a lot more information from both sides than we usually get with all of the additional media availability than, that we normally get in a week. Uh, but I need to see, you know, where, where are Joe Tooney and Willie Gay? What, what are their going to be situations? Will the Chiefs get back Derek Naughty? But I'm kind of settling into, you know, two categories of games that I'm expecting. Um, the game that the Chiefs win, I think that the defense prevails. They keep Baltimore in check, and, and the Chiefs win at something in the category of 24 to 20. Uh, the scenario to me where the Chiefs lose is that, hey, the Baltimore play action gets you a couple of times. Zay Flowers and Isaiah like, likely, likely get a couple of big plays and help out Lamar so he doesn't have to do it all on his own. And you know this game ends up in the 30s, and the Chiefs can't keep up. Uh, those are kind of a couple of the ways that at least I can see it. Hey, are there other ways where maybe the Chiefs win a shootout and the Ravens win a close win? Sure. I mean, I can see that. But, uh, I mean, so much of it I think is really going to come to, you know, where these teams' strengths and, and weaknesses are. Um, if the Chiefs win the turnover battle against the team that turns over a defense, that turns over everybody better than anybody else in the league, that's, that's key for Kansas City. Uh, if Baltimore can get Lamar going in the passing game, 
then that's big for the Ravens. So to me, that's that's those are the two statistics that I think will be pretty good indicators about who wins this game. It's it's how many yards Lamar passes for and who wins the turnover battle. Makes a lot of sense to me. We'd love to do your prediction, folks. Leave them in the comments down below and go to ChiefsDigest.com and check out Matt's work there and leave your comments over there as well. Matt, thanks for taking your time and setting us straight again as we get ready for the Ravens. Always try to do my best, Ryan. Take care, everybody. Folks, have a great week. We'll be back tomorrow. We have the Ravens inside Intel, and then Friday we're going to set you up for that ball game and get you prepared all the way through. Have a good one, and we'll talk to you then. The new year is the perfect time to start building credit scores. Because when your credit scores increase, your opportunities do too. Like loan approvals and lower interest rates. Chime makes it easier to keep building your credit with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. You can use Credit Builder everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Chime helps you build your credit score safely by using your own money to make everyday purchases and on-time payments. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a $200 qualifying direct deposit. And don't stress, there's no annual fee or credit check required to apply and get started. Start building your credit history and finding new opportunities with the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary.